hello, 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 how are you? My name is Jake and welcome to the Trash Talk Podcast with Jake. <laughs> oh, hello there, everybody. My name is Jake and welcome to the Trash Talk Podcast with Jake. I am currently in my new van. I believe this is the first podcast from the new van. So I hope that everything is not too loud because it's a lot louder than Grandma's car. It's not a quiet car. That's for sure. There's a hot air balloon. That's fucking sick. Dude. Hot air balloons are fucking sick. I'd love to like get after one and just like get up in it and shit. I was actually, someone was telling me how hot air balloons work the other day and I was like, that's fucking intense. So what they do, right, is as most of you know, hot air rises. So they have the little fucking fire and they pull the fire and it fills the fucking balloon up and then the balloon starts to go up in the air. But did you know that the way that a balloon moves about the place is by its height? So up in the atmosphere, there's different currents and they go different ways and your different heights will take you in different directions and the wind changes at different elevations. And what a balloon operator would do, will he'll look at like the landscape and then the maps of the, uh, of the winds and where he wants to go and how he wants to get back. And you'll have like an altitude route set up and then he'll have his altimeter and then he fucking cranks the cunt up, flies up into the air, um, gets onto that wave, rides that wave to wherever he wants to go, puts the fucking thing down. Then again, you know, up, uh, time to go home. So then he fucking, you know, gives it the old ride there, Fred, heads right up into the next bit of the atmosphere and fucking heads off. It's not a very good day for it today. Today's one of those grey days in Australia, which is still a lot brighter than most European countries on a standard summer, uh, spring day. But uh, yeah, it's pretty grey and mucky. So I don't know if he's picked the best day to go hot air ballooning. And also he's going over the Hunter Expressway. So I'm like, oh, you lost, bruh. You in, you in the wrong altitude, bro. But yeah, hot air balloons look cool and I would love to uh, fly about in one. I would, uh, they have a funny name in uh, French as well. I think they call them Montagol or something like that, which I think is fucking funny because it's like Mount Golf, kind of. This is cool. This is Fawns. And then, um, yeah. So back to what I was saying before. It's the uh, it's the first podcast in the new van. So yeah, I hope it goes well and I hope it's not too loud. I mean, like I can edit anything out of anything at this stage because the shit that I've used thus far is, uh, yeah, basically horrific. But um, you may be wondering, Jake, it's been a while. It has, it has my lovely listeners. I have been doing many things and I've been having too much fun, Charlie Murphy. I couldn't not have this fun and, you know, I have relayed my podcasting efforts onto other things. But now I'm back, I mean, I will tell you exactly how my routine has changed and I was in a routine, like, let's be honest, I was in a rut, I would make these podcasts at a certain afternoon every week and, you know, that goes well for, like, you know, getting shit done, but for having an interesting podcast, probably not so much. Although I probably should have been podcasting more often because heaps of like funny shit happened. Like I paid a hundred dollars to get out of an underground car park in Sydney and like 
got these fucking tolls that I still haven't fucking paid yet. I need to pay that fucking shit. And like, you know, all sorts of shit happens. So, yeah, like I probably should have been podcasting more because I'm not going to be able to fit all this into one episode and it's probably going to be boring and I'm not going to remember it all. So, yeah, but I'll just, you know, give you the updates of what's been going on in Jake's life, what's been happening, I guess the major ones and the minor ones. And, yeah, whatever comes out fucking comes out and whatever doesn't fucking doesn't, you can deal with it. I'm currently on my way to a first or second, I don't even know what fucking birthday it is. My mate's daughter's getting older, so I don't know what age she is now. And I'm assuming today is the day that she changes her age to another numerical value, which really has no meaning on her life. But, um, yeah, I guess that's what I'm off to at the moment. And I actually stayed last night in Singleton, which was one of my days off. I had the whole day off yesterday. I basically squandered it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I did a little bit of stuff. But then, for the most part, I was just, like, relaxing about, which is, again, not too bad. Like, I'm not going to say that I didn't need it. I slept super fucking well last night, so that was good. Um, But, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. And, like, it's kind of made me realize that I much prefer living in a house than a van, which, like, obviously was always going to be the case, but the van is kind of out of necessity in a way, but also just out of funds for every now and then. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, the van's pretty dope. It's uh, his name is Sir Smithington the Second, Lord Smithington the Second, I believe, Lord Smithington the Second, and uh, he goes pretty fucking hard. He's a 1995 petrol, carby, no aircon. Uh, two windows at the front, none at the back, and then just the rear window, like at the at the actual rear of the car. So it's like a, it's like all the side windows in the back are all blacked out, which is good. And uh, yeah, she's a fucking beast. I'm telling you, she she goes hard. I um, yeah, I haven't had honestly. I left the lights on the first fucking day that I went to work and like fucked my battery up royally. And then some dude like jumped me from a dead flat battery and the battery's been going hard ever since. And that was fucking like three or four weeks ago. I couldn't fucking believe it. Like this thing is just, just goes hard because it's got nothing in it. There's no electronics. It doesn't have a computer. It's got a fucking CD player. That probably pulls the most current in the fucking car. I mean, the horn blows, doesn't work. The fucking interior light doesn't work. It's got LEDs in the back, which works. So maybe the LEDs in the CD player would be the most electrical advanced things in the car. And they probably draw all together, maybe like two amps. So, I mean, like, I'm assuming the CD player's rated for five amps, but when would it ever pull five amps playing fucking music through the auxiliary cable, you know what I mean? So that's, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. I mean, I probably could have fucking clutch started it, if we're being honest. It doesn't take too much to get this thing going. It actually has a dual battery system in it, and I pulled the whole thing apart to have a look at it, and they put a fucking standard cycle battery in a, um, what do they call those other batteries? Fuck, my memory's getting pretty rough at the moment. Deep cycle, in a deep cycle operation. So the way batteries work is like, you have standard cycle and deep cycle. So most of you who do not have a car, would run standard, would run as standard, would run deep cycle batteries. Like your laptop is a deep cycle battery, um, your phone has a deep cycle battery, 
And what deep cycle means is that it's designed to be charged, then depleted, and then charged back up. So it's not designed to always have charge on it. It's designed to be charged, be let go, have the whole thing fucking run out, and then you charge it back up. And that's what a deep cycle battery does. But the battery in anything that has a constant charge, like a car, an automatic door, fucking a motorbike, anything that has a constant charge on it, they're what we would call standard cycle batteries. And that means that they are only used when shit hits the fan. So like in your car, the only time that you ever use your battery is when you start it. After that, you never use your battery. And then in uh, it kind of acts as a capacitor in modern cars. Like if your car has a computer and all this sort of shit, it kind of maintains a constant voltage. So that's, yeah, I guess it acts like a capacitor. So it does have a use, but it's not used as a battery. And then um, when your alternator fails, you have so much battery power to get you where you need to go to get your alternator fixed. And that's basically all that a battery does in a car. Because for the most part, your alternator is pumping out 13.7 volts. So it runs most of the shit in your fucking car most of the time. So that's kind of like, you know, interesting. And it's the same with like a motorbike. It has, doesn't have an alternator as a magneto, but it does the same type of thing. Um, and in an automatic door, it just runs off a fucking power charger, like a trickle charger like you'd have in your fucking house. And that just keeps it charged. And then when the power goes out, you can still use the automatic door. And that's, yeah. So that's your standard cycle and your deep cycle. And in a car, you should have, in a dual battery system for a car, you should have a standard cycle for your main starting battery. And then you should have a deep cycle for your secondary. And what you use is a voltage dependent resist, uh, a voltage dependent relay. And so what happens is you plug one side of the fucking battery, the positive side of the battery into the relay. And then you put the other side to the positive of your deep cycle battery and then you earth the relay and then whenever the voltage is greater on the primary side than the secondary side the relay kicks in and then it creates a circuit and it charges the secondary battery and then once the secondary battery gets above the charge of the primary battery it uh, kicks it out or it equals it it kicks it out and then um, you're not charging the second battery anymore and it just goes back to normal battery operation so you don't overcharge your battery. So yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's pretty cool. And what it also does is it stops, it stops the internal battery using the, like the, the um, deep cycle battery. It stops the deep cycle battery from being connected to the regular battery. And when you're using the deep cycle battery for lights and charging your phone and shit like that, it doesn't fuck up the standard battery inside your car. And that's probably the main reason they would do it. Because I mean, you could just hook the two up. Oh, it's fucking raining. It's fucking pouring. Can you hear that shit? It's absolutely fucking howling. But, um, so this is going to be an interesting birthday. They're going to have it at a park. And I was supposed to go skateboarding at the park. And look at it. Fuck me. She's going off. But, um, yeah, so the whole idea of the relay basically is to stop you depleting your starting battery when you're doing shit inside your van. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it has that relay and it's all set up, but they put a standard cycle battery in it. And then, you know, it never come back. Like once you deplete a standard cycle battery all the way down, they often don't come back, so. 
Yeah. I, um, I have to get a deep cycle battery for it, and then I can put that in and I'd have a dual battery system fucking, you know, tomorrow, done deal. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but other than that, Lord Smith hitting goes pretty hard. I mean, this window on this side's kind of a little dinky, and it, if you're going too fast, it won't wind up. Um, then what else is wrong with that? Yeah, I mean, as I said, the horn doesn't fucking work. It, uh, it keeps blowing fuses, like it'll work for like a day or two and then it'll blow up. Um, but other than that, I kind of fixed everything else. He's got a ding in the back, old Lord Smithington the second, but I um, I should panel beat that out one day. But at the moment, I got a lot of other shit on, so it ain't gonna happen. But I'll make put that in my project list at some point, and I'll get after it. It's, uh, yeah, it should, it should come about at some point. Um, but yeah, in any case, he's a fucking weapon. Everyone looks at me and everyone knows who I am, which is quite interesting. I've never had a car this, like, pronounced. Usually, like, I've always had weird cars, like a Skyline and a 300ZX and shit like that. And, like, people would recognize me and stuff, but this one just stands out like dog's balls. It's a, it's a two-tone black with a green or blue or turquoise, I guess, aqua stripe that runs down the center of the car, like, on the side, the center of the side of the car and then curves up at the at the rear where the rear window would have been. So she's a pretty fucking noticeable beast, that's for sure. And it's got a little um got a little sunroof in the top. Like I don't know if you call it that, maybe like a vent or like a whirly bird. So you can like actually open the top up and get air into your fucking car when you're sleeping. And you don't have to have the windows cracked or anything like that. It's fucking sick. So oh I'm too close to this motorbike. Sorry bruh. That was my fault. But yeah, so everything's kind of going well in old Lord Smithington. Like, I sleep in it on the weekends, which is pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it's not the best. Like, after three nights in it, like, on a standard four-day weekend, I'd, I'd do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, three nights in it. So that's, you know, that's kind of a bit much. But just the one night during the two-day weekends is not bad. Like, you just drive into Newey around mid-morning, go for a surf. Just chill out the afternoon, fucking do whatever, then get dinner at night, you know, do your thing, and then you go to sleep, you wake up the next morning, you're in fucking, you're right on the beach, so you just pop in and fucking go for a surf again. So that's pretty cool, I do, do enjoy that, that's a, that's definitely a perk of the, of the van, but um, yeah, I'm enjoying it, like I think it's good, like I definitely prefer being in a house, like I have many more resources. I can like, you know, use the internet and fucking just chill out in like a, a room that I don't have to like fuck around to get out of. Uh, it has a toilet, you know, where Lord Smithington is a bottle. You know, that's pretty, that's pretty rough. And if you got a crook guts, you know, you gotta constantly drive around finding a fucking public toilet to take a shit in. So that kind of sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's many different like downfalls of being in the van and there's many positives of being in the van so I mean it's kind of each to their own at this point whether you'd like actually permanently living in it or not like what you can deal with like generally speaking I like a nice bed and a nice shitter they're kind of like things that I like Um, and at the moment the bed's okay I guess I'd give it like a 6 out of 10 so that's not too bad but uh, the toilet facilities are definitely a zero. They're uh, they're pretty rough, i.e. non-existent. So um, yeah, 
And I mean, I wouldn't want to shit where I live. So, like, yeah, I wouldn't put a toilet in a van and then use it to shit in it. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know if van life would necessarily be for me, but, like, for, like, holidays and, like, a few months and, you know, shit like that, it wouldn't be too bad, I don't think. You just kind of drive around, rock up, sleep in the van, fucking go for a surf, you know. I reckon it'd be good to travel around big countries like Australia and America and Canada and, you know, big countries like that. Ones that are, like, set up for, like, traveling. Especially America, because everywhere in America has, like, these truck stops and the truck stops have, like, showers and fucking all sorts of shit in them. So you wouldn't even need to do the dodgy. You could, like, literally just rock up and have a shower but in Australia like all the cities on the coast have showers at the fucking surf club so I'm not sure what Canada's like but I reckon that'd be the way to go is to have a van in big countries like this and you just travel around in the van and like yeah it'd be kind of too easy now it is fucking bucketing down at the moment it is fucking insane I uh I don't know if this is gonna be like shit audio quality and you're not gonna be able to hear me but um yeah, I feel sorry for this fucking motorbike in front of me. He's like out in the rain and it is fucking pouring. It's pelting down. And this cunt is literally getting fucking smashed by this rain. But I do give props to the cunt. He like never pulled over. There was a bridge there and oftentimes... Oh, what's this truck doing? I got me lights on, you cunt. Can you not see me, you fuckwit? But yeah, oftentimes bike riders will get under bridges and like fucking... You know, hang out under bridges and all this sort of shit. Like, fuck that, you know. Just, you've decided to ride on an inclement weather day and you've run the gauntlet and the fucking rain's come, you know. You just got to ride that shit out. See, I am speaking from experience here, so you can't be like, oh, you're fucking hypocrite, you're in a van, you know. You're not even on a motorbike. Like, I've done it. Don't fucking, you know, don't try and pull that card on me. I've fucking done it. Don't you worry. But, um... Yeah, so, all in all, van life's okay. I wouldn't want to do it permanently, I don't think. Um, That was kind of my idea. But it's very handy to have the van, and, like, if you need to do anything, it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll pop round, and then, you know, if you you want to go on holidays, you don't have to worry about accommodation. You just jump in the van, you fucking sleep in the back, you head back home, you know? So, that's pretty cool. I don't mind that at all. Um... But yeah, as far as like living in it permanently, I think you'd have to definitely, I'd definitely need to modify the current situation that I have. Like I'd need somewhere to sit that isn't the, so I've got a little dicky seat in the back at the moment and I've been using that more and more now and it's pretty good. Like it doesn't go too bad, but also I'd probably want something a bit more uh, large and relaxing with better foot bucket rests. Um, but yeah, like, I think if I modified it, it'd probably be much more um, conducive to, to to living in. But at the moment, as far as like a, a weekend camper, it's going pretty well. And like I use it every weekend as a weekend camper. So yeah, I'm definitely getting my money's worth. Um, yeah, I use it pretty hardcore, so that's good. There's like a there's like a trick to choosing a spot. So we'll we'll have a little segment. I'm gonna have a little segment. How to choose a spot. How to choose a spot. This is how you choose a spot when you're camping on the street. Now, the places that I've been... I have, like, other stuff going on that I'll talk about later, but I've had to stay in Newcastle 
for the most part. And like, I usually hang out in the hipster area, which is like Derby Street, fucking like Beaumont Street, the Junction, like all the classy, rich hipster areas where the beautiful people hang out because I am one of the beautiful people. But I sleep in a van. So the thing is, when you sleep in a van and you're in a secluded spot, you become a target for cunts to fuck with you. Because you, everyone knows you're sleeping in a van. If there's a van parked in the bush or in a car park that's kind of secluded or down by the beach, there's someone sleeping in it. I'm not going to lie. So, here is how you find a good spot to sleep and you don't get harassed. This will probably be my fourth weekend in a row that I've slept down in Newcastle, I think. I believe it'll probably be my fourth weekend. Or this be my third. I think it's probably my third. Um, but in any case, I've had 100% no people fucking with me. Oh, here's some water. I better hold on with two hands. Whee! There we go. But um, yeah, so this is how you do it. So you don't park anywhere until late at night when you're just about to go to sleep. So I usually go down the beach or fucking Far Beach Car Park, which is pretty good. Uh, sometimes down Redhead Way, Charlestown. Um, I watch, like if I go to the movies or something like that, I'll park up in Charlestown Car Park. Like shit like that. And then when 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock comes around, I'm about to go to sleep. I drive to the beach I'm gonna surf at the next morning. And then I do a U-turn and I go one or two blocks back. And then I find a street that's kind of secluded with no through traffic because you don't want to hear traffic all fucking morning. Um, and then you find a spot that has tree cover or like trees that are next to it or like a wall that no one uses like a huge wall that you can't see over. Like, you don't want to look like you're parked out the front of someone's house. Because people get fucking suspicious when you park out the front of their house. They're like, what the fuck's this cunt doing? Like, why is this cunt parked out the front of my house? What a cockhead. So what you got to do is you got to make it look like you're either in between the two houses so that you could be going either way and your next door neighbor's going to think, oh, he's in your next door neighbor's house. Or your next door neighbor's going to think, oh, he's in the other guy's house. Or he's going across the road or something like that. So you don't want to be parked in a position that looks like you're parked at someone's house. And preferably, as far as I have like done it, the best spots I have found to sleep are in spots to which the road is one-sided. So when I say the road is one-sided, the other side is not houses, but there is houses on the other side of the road. So the spot that I like to sleep in at Bar Beach is across the road from the park. So I sleep next to a big wall and then on the other side is a park and there's just a footpath next to it. So it just looks like I've parked to go to someone's house behind the wall, but you know, I'm not, I'm sleeping there. And at Redhead, I park just in front of a house, but the other side of the house is um, just bush. So it looks like I'm parked in front of the bush to go to the people's houses across the road, which could be any of their houses. But um, yeah, I'm sleeping in it. So that's pretty good. I don't. I definitely don't mind that. And they're the best spots to park. I'm trying to think of other spots I've parked in. Um, because last weekend, I parked only, it was only my short weekend, so I had one night. So I parked at the Bar Beach, my Bar Beach spot. And then the week before that, I found my Bar Beach spot, so I parked there. Then the night before that, I parked at, I did a, my Redhead spot because I was going surfing the next morning 
And then where did I park the... Did I park... I didn't park in that spot twice. I went... I must have gone somewhere else. Fuck, I can't remember where I parked the night before. I'm getting bad. I'm getting... I'm remembering less and less. Like, usually I'm fucking... You know, on the ball. But this... I go in stages with this type of shit. Like, I did this about a year, a year and a half ago. Where I wasn't remembering as much stuff. And then fucking, you know... Maybe like six months ago, I was back to fucking... And I know when it is. It's when I'm learning shit hardcore. I forget about, like, stupid shit that doesn't matter. Because I'm focusing on learning things that I need to learn. Like when I start a new job or I start learning a new language or things like this kind of fuck me up. In, like, my crazy psycho remember everything. I think, like, I'm just directing my memory into, like, better shit. So that's kind of nice. So I'm not going to like complain about not remembering where I parked that night because it would come back to me if I fucking... So I went to Charlestown and I went... Oh, no, I know where I parked. I parked out the front of my mate's house because we went... He had his birthday and his cricket grand final and shit. But okay, yeah, yeah, I'm back with us. I'm back with us now. But, yeah, it was... um Yeah, so it's been good. Like, even parking out the front of his house, I had no one fuck with me, even though I only slept for like four or five hours I have pretty strong circadian rhythms so like when I get used to sleeping at a certain time and going to bed at a certain time like that's kind of how it goes like this morning I woke up at about eight o'clock um, and I went to bed at about 11 I think I got a full eight hours of like sleep potential time so that's pretty good I usually get about seven and a half like I just can't get the the eight, I got too much shit to do. Too much shit that I want to do. To like go to bed at fucking nine thirty. I usually go to bed about ten. Um, then I wake up at about five five fifty, five forty, about that. Drive to work, you know, so I'm I'm waking up about six o'clock. So last night I went to bed at like ten, uh, I mean twelve. I woke up at about eight, which is good, you know, full eight hours, which is kind of good for my body, I think, as far as like getting the best sleep, because I woke up three minutes before my alarm, which I thought was pretty good. So like my body internal clock is getting good, which is, yeah, that's kind of nice. But um, yeah, when I like, when I went to my mate's fucking cricket grand final and then another mate's birthday and shit, the, um, I went to bed at 5 a.m., fucking something like that and then I was up at like 9 30 10 a.m so that's only like four or five hours but um yeah I mean I've got pretty hardcore circadian rhythm so I can't exactly keep uh yeah keep it keep it going like that like I can't just change my rhythm or whatever um but yeah you know shit happens so I'm getting into not staying up as late um, like usually I'd stay up until about 1 or 2 o'clock and wake up at 10. But that fucks with my circadian rhythms. If, and especially for a four-day weekend, you can change your rhythms enough to fuck you when you go back to work. So I, um, I generally go to bed about 11, 12 o'clock at the moment and wake, wake up about 8 when, I, when, like, when it's my choice. But, uh, you know, when I have to, you know, 10 to, 10 to 6 is usually, usually my normal. Um, so, yeah, that's you know, not too bad at all. Like, I'm in a fairly solid sleeping routine, which is nice. I mean, when I was overseas, I'd go to bed at 3 a.m. and wake up at 1 a.m. in the afternoon. 
which is like, you know, fucking hectic. <laughs> I don't really know why I would do that either. And like, it ended up being like really good as far as like getting sleep in because I'd get nearly like nine, 10 hours a night. Like what's, what's that three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 10 hours from three, 12 hours is three hours. So it's about 10 hours. So that's not too bad at all, eh? Like, getting getting a good solid 10 hours in is fucking sick. Like, realistically, it wasn't the best and I was just making up for fucking up the lack of melatonin I'd get throughout the day from living in, like, cold as fuck Wisconsin with no sun or, like, you know, Ecuador where I would, again, wake up at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, yeah. I think... I think I'm much more in tune with my body and my circadian rhythms, and then like I'm, I'm not holding weight as easily. Like I, I don't hold, well, not weight, but like fat. I mean, like I'm still getting close to 100 kilos. I think last time I weighed myself, I was around 90 on the dot. Um, so yeah, that's not too bad at all. Um, and also, I uh, yeah, I just I just think it's better as far as like your productivity and doing shit. I mean, like I'm still like a bit of a piece of shit as far as like I'll sit and watch like people forge swords on YouTube and fucking I watched a guy last night restore a tiller which was kind of cool it kind of gets me keen to restore shit again because I used to do it a lot and then I stopped because like I kind of turned into a bit of a piece of shit but then you know I think um, I think I'd like to continue to do that but also like see I'm running out of time I'm at my mate's place for his fucking birthday it's already half an hour on the fucking the big dick dock clock and uh, yeah, I've got so much shit to talk about. Like, I haven't even spoken about work and like I got a new position at work. I haven't spoken about housing and like I'm in the process of like purchasing a house, which is becoming a bit of a fucking nightmare. But like, you know, you know, shit goes how it goes. And um, yeah, so fuck, I've had to. What was I talking about this whole time? Fucking Lord Smithington and fucking living in the van. So maybe I will do a few podcasts this weekend and then kind of disperse them throughout the week. Or maybe, like, the next couple of weeks in case, like, I save a few because, you know, I may fuck up and not do one next week or some shit. So, that'll be all right. But in any case, we'll see how we go. I'm going to fuck off now because I'm at my mate's place and it's weird to see out the front with the car fucking going. Um, but, yeah, so I hope you all have a fucking cracker weekend. It is raining and pouring and I'm assuming my mate will be pissed because I wonder if they've got other cover park, uh, like, fucking areas and the barbie and shit. But in any case, I'm I'm gonna fuck off. Um, if you want to contact me, jerryscottjake@gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me up on uh, my Instagram, Trash Talk with Jake Podcast. And um, yeah, so enjoy that, you fucking feral cunts. And I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>